0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Changing the Heartbeat. If you would like to have more information, please feel free to visit our website at citybeat.org. Now we are going to jump into this week's topic. Our prayer is that your heart is open to what this topic is about.
1: What's up, everyone? Well, it is finally here, Um, Changing the Heartbeat podcast. This is our very first episode And I'm just so excited to be able to not just bring this to you wherever you're listening today, maybe in your car, maybe at home, maybe even at work. Um, But I'm just excited about what this is going to be able to do, um, just I believe for the city of Baltimore. We have high hopes and high dreams and high prayers for the city of Baltimore. And so we're finally here. And I know we've been doing a lot of hype to get ready for this first episode. So I hope it just is able to deliver all the excitement we've Brought to the table, but um, yeah. So, so basically, first off, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Jared Michael, and I am a pastor in Baltimore City, and I'll explain more of that in a minute. But I am joined today with my lovely wife, Ashley, and I'll let her say hi. Hey
0: guys, I'm Ashley. It's good to be here. We are super excited for this month of September and uh, the podcasts that are to come.
1: Yeah, we're pumped. Yes. And I'm glad she gets to do this first episode with me. I think this is your first time podcasting, right?
0: It is, it
1: is. Yeah, first time. I'm and a I. pro. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be a pro. And I haven't done much podcasting either, so this is kind of a big step of faith because... Um, Well, I'll share all of that in just one moment. But to kick things off, what I want to do is I just want to first just introduce who I am, who my wife is, what we do, and why we think this is going to be so important. And then we're going to highlight the month of September, kind of um, a theme that we're going to be going off of, and the importance of how you can be involved in each week as we launch these podcasts and a particular theme that we're going to highlight the beginning of each week. And so, to start things off, um, I'm a pastor's kid. I was born and raised in the ministry. Uh, maybe um, you're a Christian listening to this, or maybe you're not, and, and basically just grew up in the church, and along the way, I grew up in inner city ministry. When I was five years old, my dad started to pastor a church in Baltimore City, um, currently where I pastor. My dad pastored there um, for seven years, and while we are there, there was a lot of um, stuff going on and a lot of things I encountered at a young age that affected me for a long time. Well, through that journey, um, my dad then, after seven years, took a church um, on the east side of Baltimore County, and through that journey, there was a lot of things that really had to develop in me before I could really step into what I do today, but I don't want to kind of give you my life story. I just want to jump in. Um, So long story short, about a year ago, uh, me and my wife had been married um, a little less than a couple months, and my dad and another pastor uh, began to talk with us about there was an opportunity to pastor a church in Baltimore. Well, up until this point, me and my wife were running a ministry called City B Baltimore that was ministering to homelessness, um, that was ministering to addicts in a lot of different ways. And we kind of had our, our feet and hands involved in a lot. And so we took time, we prayed about it, and we felt like over the course of some time, this was God opening up a door and we needed to step out in faith and do it. So on September Um, Well, the last Sunday in September, we stepped out in faith and we began to pastor um, a church that we now call City Beat Church. And the City Beat Church has been awesome, amazing, a lot of struggles, a lot of um, high moments, a lot of very low moments. But in all, it's just been an amazing journey so far. And we'll talk about that, that more in just a little bit. But with the church, we also have what we call the Dream Center. And the Dream Center is a 501c3 nonprofit that runs hand-in-hand with the church. And my wife is very involved in the Dream Center. So, babe, maybe you could take a minute and share what you do with the Dream Center.
0: Yeah, so I am the executive director of the city of Baltimore. And so um, I stepped into this position in May, I believe it was, and yeah. so, um, so I'm super excited, and um, as the uh, executive director, I'm the head of the different ministries that we have going on during the week and monthly, and so just make sure those are all running smoothly, and so I'm sure we'll get into talking about um, the different areas of serving that we have, but so I'm the executive director, so I'm the the head of um, all of that overseeing it.
1: Yeah, and she does a great job, and it's not easy work overseeing kind of the day-to-day operations and all the things that go into making not just a healthy ministry, but making sure um, things are running well and just being able to serve people. So um, if you want to know more specifically about the Church or the Dream Center, you can always go to citybeat.org and there at the homepage, you'll see um, in that browser a link for the Church and the Dream Center. You can learn more about what we do And, um, yeah, things going on in the church side, and the dream center side, we'd love to get connected more with you and you can always reach out to us also for more information about the podcast, or if you want, um, to give feedback, you can go to info at citybeatbaltimore.org and you can send us an email and we would love to interact with you and hear how this podcast and future episodes are blessing you. Or if you have, um, other things you'd like to share, just send it to us and we'd love to read those things. And so... Um, anyway, let's jump into today. So we are launching, um, well, we officially launched um, September, I would say, 1st, a campaign called The Real and The Raw. And the campaign is focusing on every year as a as a, as a Dream Center at of Baltimore, we try to center um, a whole month around a campaign. And the campaign basically kind of takes a focus, Um, last year, it was called Dare to Dream and we were talking about um, bringing hope and healing to women in Baltimore, especially women in addiction, how there's not many um, beds and places available to be able to help women detox and then get into a nine month to a year program. So we took a whole month and we highlighted that we were talking about how we would love to open up a, a women's growth home to help with that issue. And so you can go back and, and re look at that campaign on our um, Facebook and all of the social media sites. So this year, we're, we're doing something called The Real and The Raw. And the game plan of this particular po- um, podcast in the campaign is to highlight a lot of issues going on. You know, we hear a lot of different things, right? In the political news, we hear a lot of negative things about Baltimore. And then we hear on the other side, people who are like, no, Baltimore's not like that. And so they come in and they try to do things and and, and make things better. And and what we want to do is we want to, one, uncan some things, the reality of some situations that are facing Baltimore and kind of get into the real and the raw of things. But then also share the bright side, the hope that is taking place, but also how together we can bring that hope and healing to Baltimore. Because I believe Baltimore's best days are ahead, but it's not just going to be a one-person thing. I don't think it's not just going to be us making um, a bunch of Facebook remarks or, or looking and, and saying, well, these these, these things need to change. It's going to take all of us together um, doing something. And so that's what we're going to do over the course of the next couple of weeks. And so... Every single Friday at noon, we'll release a new podcast and we're going to highlight a topic. Enjoying that topic, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it, we'll talk about the reality of what's facing that topic and then we're going to talk about how as a ministry what we're doing and then also what others are doing and how you can get involved and not just sit on the sideline but get involved because I think that's a big thing where we're realizing more and more and I think my wife could share maybe about that how important it is when when people aren't just like saying oh we're praying for you or oh um, we hope things work out but people actually getting involved right. and being a part of it I mean babe you could probably relate to that right when people um, say hey we'd love to come down and serve or come down and be a part of what's going on. I, that's a big blessing in it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And like the Dream Center, uh, City B Baltimore runs on volunteers. And so when people come and have a heart to serve, sometimes they don't always know what they're getting into um, or they yeah. the area is kind of like a shock to them um, maybe the first time. But after that, it really grips their heart and wanting to come and volunteer and to be the change that City, Bar, uh, City Beat needs. Yeah, that's really, really Not great. City Beat, <laughs> Baltimore City. <laughs> yeah, Baltimore City. <laughs> Baltimore
1: City. It's good, babe um so what we want to do today is we want to unveil our topic and then we'll dive into kind of getting into the real and the raw and you can check more about the campaign and how it's running and our also i'll, I'll share this too one of our goals of the campaign as well is our hope is to raise three thousand dollars yeah three thousand dollars that's a big goal but our game plan is to raise this money to go um go towards efforts and that we are trying to do to fix some of these issues now I, i will say we're not perfect we don't have it all together we're still learning a whole lot and um when most people say hey how do you guys know what to do a lot of times i say we really don't basically our motto is to see a need and meet it to find a hurt and heal it and so when there's a need We may not have the answer, but we're going to pray about it and we're going to figure out, well, how can we meet this need? If there's a hurt going on in someone's life, we may not have the, the right resources right away, but we're going to really seek it out and say, how can we help heal this hurt that's facing this person? And so that's been our motto from the beginning. And so again, we're not perfect, we don't think we have it all together, and there's plenty of great organizations in Baltimore City that are doing things at a whole higher better level than we are, but we just want to encourage people to get involved and to again, to to find their place in, in being the change that Baltimore City needs. And so anyway, diving into today, to episode number one, into our Real and Raw campaign, today we're going to highlight the topic of alleys. Now you heard me, the topic is alleys. Um, Baltimore city has a lot of alleys and more people could share about this, but what we want to do is we want to specifically share about the alleys facing our specific community. We are in a community in Southwest Baltimore called Carrollton Ridge community. It's not a very big community, but it's a very impoverished community. 74% of our community is boarded up houses. Um, homelessness, drug addiction is very, very real and and, and strong in in our community, Um, multiple um, overdoses a day, violence, all of that thing faces our community every single day. Well, with that, um, the trash in alleys are are a big issue, and especially in our political news today, right? We heard a thing recently from one of our politicians, right? He said um, about Baltimore and, and being trash, and then we see the response, right? We see people um, from all over the country. It was amazing reading these articles. People coming from Florida, people coming from local surrounding counties, coming to serve Baltimore. And again, I'm not saying none of that was bad or or, or anything like that, but I do want to share, one, the reality of what a normal day in in southwest Baltimore, and specifically Carrollton Ridge, what an alley looks like, and how we can, and what we're doing, but also how we can continue to see progress made. And so, a typical day in in southwest Baltimore, Carrollton Ridge community. Um, You maybe get your car and you drive down um, Wilkins Avenue, and and our church is located on Smallwood Street. So if you would turn um, onto Smallwood Street, you would notice pretty quick multiple alleys that are piled with trash. Now, when I say piled, I don't mean like a few trash bags sitting in the alley and you look down and and you can see the other side. I mean to the extent of the the alley is profusely covered in trash, couches, refrigerators. I mean, I mean pretty much whatever a household item could hold, it's sitting in the alley. And it's bad. I mean, it's 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 very very bad. And so there's been um again a lot of talk about it, um, within the alleys, um, which which has been really sad, especially in the past couple months, that's been a high um reoccurring thing has been even overdoses. So people have been found dead in the alley. We just recently um had a young person, it was very, very sad. We were preparing for our Brother Life ministry on one of the I think it was maybe Thursday. Is that right, babe? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, and um we noticed that there was a, a young man there who um, had passed out and, and obviously had overdosed. And so the paramedics, paramedics got there and they tried to revive him for about 10 minutes. It was very, very sad, heartbreaking. And they could not bring him back. And while he was there, I mean, a crowd gathered. and It was just sad because while they're trying to do all that, people are still trying to get through the alley and, and grab their drugs and, 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 and all of that. So... They ended up police lining the area off and, and the young man ended up dying and it was just sad. Well, that's the reality of the alleys is, is there's just so intense, not just trash, but very drug traffic and things like that. And yeah. so you may ask the question, well, how did it get that way? Well, I don't think there's necessarily one specific answer. People may have different opinions. People may have different um, things that they want to share of, of of. well, it got that way because of this or because of that. Well, for, from our, our kind of um, realization of being in in this area now for over a year is we've noticed that you know there's a lot of drug traffic in the alleys, and so a lot of the alleys sometimes are intentionally trashed meaning if if you're a drug dealer and you would like to perform a drug deal in an alley and you know police are, are scouting the area out, well one of the ways are you can make sure that alley is full of trash so when you're doing the drug deal, necessarily police can't see down the alley or or get through through. so if they see you they're trying to maneuver jumping over a couch and maneuver trying to get through all of this trash and rats running through the alley and so it makes it just harder and so that is the reality that there is a big problem with that with a lot of drug dealers do happen to run alleys because it's very convenient for their business but also another reality is too is at one point um, Baltimore City actually ran their trucks. Um, close to the alleys, and even in some areas of my understanding, they actually ran their trucks down the alleys and would pick up trash outside of people's backyards. But when they would drive in the mornings um, next to an alley and see that there was trash sitting out and their truck was unable unable to fit down the alley, they would not go down the alley. So in return, that trash would not get picked up. So imagine this. Imagine a week goes by, the trash man looks down the alley, sees, oh, there's a couple of trash bags. Our truck won't fit down the alley. So they skip trash that week. And then the next week comes around and, well, no one picked up that trash. So that trash then accumulated to two times the amount. Right. And so now they say, oh, wow, the tr- the alley's really bad now. So now we definitely can't get our truck down there. And so in return, what happens is the alley just gets worse and worse. And it turns into the favor of drug dealers because now they can easily do their um, deals and things like that but also in return it makes the alleys very bad and it makes the problems that we have today. Yes, there is a big rat problem in Baltimore City and yes, there is a lot of um things in in alleys that like needles and things that you'll find on a daily basis especially um even around our church. And so um what what we've noticed is you know, there's not specifically one um like solution to this problem because it's that bad. And and so one of the things what I want to share today is is one kind of what we're trying to do to, to tackle this issue and how you can get involved in it, but also other people are tackling this issue. There's other great programs and other great yeah. Christian faith-based programs and not faith-based programs that are doing a great effort. And I, and I would say this. I would say it's not so much even with other groups coming from other areas of the country to try to fix it. It's not just going to be a one-day Tackle right, exactly. Baltimore, pick up the trash, as we know, <laughs> and, as we know and, and clean it up and it's done and over. That's not gonna work. It's gonna take an army being consistent, saying, Hey, there's a problem, and we're not just gonna come down for a day trying to meet the need and roll out, but we're gonna we're gonna tackle this issue as a whole. And be consistent. It's, yeah, be consistent. And it's bigger than just trash. And you'll hear more about that in the weeks to come. But we today we do wanna focus on the alleys. And so what I'll do today is I want my wife to share a little bit about Um, kind of some of the things we've been doing since we've been down here to kind of tackle um, the trash issue and and an amazing response we've gotten from volunteers that have come from all over the place, from other even states and other um, places, other churches have come and helped us with this. And, And so share a little about what we've been doing over the course of the past couple months, almost a year now of tackling the issue of the trash in the alleys and things like that.
0: Yeah. With, um, with transitioning to our new location in Carrollton Ridge, uh, we were in Dundalk before, but now we're in the, the west side of Baltimore. And so um, adoptive locks are um, are good days for us. Um, we get a big team together and volunteers come and we split them up into groups. And one of the, the teams that goes out and they do street cleanup. And so we do street cleanup all along Smallwood Street and especially the alleys. I remember one day we hit the alley right by the church and yep. we had a dumpster. And how many bags? Did we have uh, trash? It was... We had so many bags. We had dumpsters filled. We had the furniture that was that was in the alleys that we were just throwing in the dumpster and everything. Um, but we had people coming out and they wanted to volunteer and they wanted to be on the trash team because it's it's like when you come into the area, that's what you see. Yeah, you see it everywhere. It's it's everywhere. And so I had a pastor recently message me. And he said, I've been seeing so much um, of Baltimore and the trash and and, and everything on the news. And he's, he said, is that really real? Is that really real are they making it to, to seem that way? And I said, no, it's 100% real. And then he said, well, what do you guys do? And I mm-hmm. said, well, we consistently go out there and we consistently pick up trash, whether it's day to day or because we do it once and you can go the very next day and it's completely the same. And so I love, um, my husband has a huge heart for consistency of, of doing things not just once a year not just once a week not just once a month but really being consistent and going out there and doing um, the things that the really the city needs yeah and really so good. volunteers come we have trash cleanup people can be on that team and come out and and clean up and so we do have um, we do do this during the week as well but especially too on adopt a block days when we have more hands because more hands we can do a lot
1: more yeah that's so good and and that's a good point right there. The more hands, the more work can get yeah. done. And, and so that's where I think some people think, maybe you're sitting at home today or, or you're at work and, and you're hearing all this and you say, well, yeah, I know things are bad. And you feel like, well, I, there's no really place for me to start. And I would just encourage you, start somewhere. Don't, yeah. just, don't just think, well, I can't do anything, so you'll do nothing. Yeah. Start somewhere. And that's why today we're just sharing a little bit of kind of what we're doing. But there's other great organizations. You could Google um, organizations in Baltimore City, and you could yes. simply serve once a month mm-hmm. and make a big difference, a bigger difference than probably even what you think you are making. Yeah. Um,
0: and I know too, at times it can, for, for some volunteers and, and, uh, for us sometimes it me can get discouraging a little bit, you know, Mm. when you, when you go out there and you clean the streets, right. And it looks great. It looks really, really good. And then you can literally walk out like two hours later and there's stuff everywhere, but there's just Mm, something about continually showing up and doing, um, what you feel, what you feel led to do.
1: That's really good. It's so true. And so, with yeah, with our Adopt the Block efforts, I remember our first kind of month and two in Carrollton Ridge community. One of the big things um, was is is trash, and so um, there was there was a time and we we had we had a box truck that was actually a miracle. Um, we were in need of a box truck because we had a partnership with Home Depot going, and so we were doing pickups and we needed. We were using a little pickup truck at the time, and we didn't realize how much stuff was getting donated. So long story short, um, by by an act of God's grace, man, we were able to purchase a box truck truck um debt free we're able to someone donated money we bought a box truck and and so we brought the box truck down on a saturday and we filled that thing completely full i mean this ain't no like little small box truck it's a pretty (laughs) decent size i mean we filled it full of trash and 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 good lord couches and everything And, and we had that alley looking i mean nice when i say nice i mean it was looking pretty fine and you know a week goes by and guess what it's, it's getting back to where it was before we ever even started. And that can be discouraging, right? Like, are you serious? Do these people even respect it? And, and to a degree, when something's away for a long time, you kind of come desensitized to it. And yeah. so when, when trash is just an alley, it becomes a way of living, a way of life. And so you're almost having to reteach some fun- fundamentals to people. First, what we realized is they need to see what it can look like without trashing. And so that's what we did. Clean an alley. You let them see, hey, this is what this thing can look like. And and people notice it. Yeah. They're like, wow. This, like, this, what happened yeah, here? Yeah, they're like, wow. <laughs> and the next time someone goes to throw a bag in trash, they're going to think twice. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to remember. Well, if I, you know, if I could just get this in a trash can, or if I could just set my trash at the end it of the could alley, stay this way. yeah, it could stay this way. And so there are some fundamentals that we are slowly starting to see. But I'll, I'll share one cool thing that's been awesome through our adopt-a-blocks is, is so through our adopt-a-block efforts, I, we, we're not like hundreds and hundreds of people strong every month. I mean, on a basic adopt-a-block, it may be thirty to fifty people coming out. Uh, maybe on a good month, we can have eighty to one hundred people coming out and serving, and. What we've noticed is because of the efforts of Adopt the Block, it's encouraged some of our community to step up and get involved in cleaning up the community as well, which has been awesome. Our community association led by Miss Cindy. She does a phenomenal job. I mean, she labors and, and does a lot of great things for our community. She's put a lot of initiative in even cleaning up trash and and she has young people coming out on Saturdays now, the first Saturday of each month, cleaning up different streets and different alleys. And, and so it's kind of sparked in a way a movement, you know, like again, you start somewhere and you may get discouraged. You may say, ah, this, this is gonna be a, a tough task. Yeah, it may be. But people are watching. And people are watching specifically what you're doing. Right. And and the next thing you know, it begins to trickle. And so now on a first Saturday, not only are we cleaning up, we got our community association cleaning up. We got young people in different areas cleaning up. It's it's awesome. Um just just watching it kind of trickle into other people getting involved. And and is the is the issue of 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 trash in alleys completely fixed in our area? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. If you would roll down near our church today, Um, it's, it's not perfect, (laughs) but I'll tell you something. It's beginning to spark a movement of people saying, well, we don't like how things are, but we want to help. And the keyword help be the change. And so it's been awesome seeing that kind of Come together. And so now, not only is it just a few people from our church or a few people from other churches, but it's like this army on Saturdays of, of people getting out there into the streets and it's making a difference. And, yes. and I even encountered, um, you know, I'm pretty good friends with local um, people in the area that we could say are entrepreneurs, right? The, the local drug dealers and local gang um, affiliates. And so I'm pretty good friends with the, the people that run around our church and, and even them have a sense of respect of, of people who are willing to start first with cleaning up trash yeah. in a way it opens up a door to people's lives you know if, if you were out there and you say well I wanted to talk to someone or I want someone to listen to me maybe do the thing that no one else will do right. and that will open up the door for someone to actually listen to you and I've noticed that as a huge trend of of kind of these this past year Um, I've wanted to build relationships with a lot of the local people around our area. And I noticed they wouldn't listen to me right away because they didn't know who I was. But then when they saw me week after week, month after month, just out in the community, whether picking up trash or just being there, it began to spark something into where recently when we were doing our first Adopt the Block, we were loading trash into my truck and taking it to the dumpster. And one of the local guys there who knows me very well, and, and he's a um, pretty involved in the community, not in necessarily a productive way, but uh, but he's a great young man. And he looked at me and he just said, hey, pastor, you know, we respect what you guys do. And if if we can help in any way, let me know. And that just meant a lot to me because it's showing him that this community matters. This community is not going to be on the news any longer for the overdoses or the trash, even though it may continue continue to be for a little bit longer. We're believing there's brighter days ahead and we want him, you know, if we can give someone a dream again just by simply us picking up Dorito bags and picking up trash in alleys, then I'll tell you what, we'll pick it up for the rest of eternity because if it can help a young person see that there's hope in a community just by people showing up each week and each month picking up trash, then I'll tell you what, it's worth it. And so let's get practical here for a second. You may be sitting at your home or at your work or driving home listening to this and saying, okay, you know, we appreciate what you guys are doing or thank you for confirming our reality of, yes, the alleys in Baltimore and the trash and rats in Baltimore are are bad. Thank you so much for confirming that. We're not trying to confirm it. What we want to try to do is get practical now of how you, yeah, you, can get involved in the efforts of bringing in hope and healing to Baltimore. And so... One of the areas is, of course, you are more than welcome to join us on the first Saturday um, Adopt-A-Block, our first Saturdays. Um, they, you can maybe share a little bit what that looks like. They probably, most people, volunteers come around 10, 10, 15.
0: Yeah, we have our uh, volunteers come at like ten fifteen for orientation and opening prayer. And so we have different areas of serving that day. So our Bread of Life Soup Kitchen is going on that day. Uh, we have a team on street cleanup. We have a team with the kids. We have a kids program going on. And we have a team doing uh, clothes and uh, necessity distribution as well. And so um, you can come and you can be a part of, and if you really have a heart to serve, um, this is an opportunity for you. But yet, again, there's other opportunities as well, not just with City Beat Baltimore, but other opportunities as well, as well um, in Baltimore City. So the, the key thing is like just, just to get involved, just to get involved.
1: Yeah, that's so good. There, and there are so many, like my wife is saying, so many other organizations that are doing amazing things to help combat these issues. And I want to challenge you to get proactive. Even today, you can go on your phone and just Google... Um, Baltimore City, and, and and things will pop up. You can Google nonprofits in Baltimore, and you can find amazing organizations. Or if you live in Baltimore City, if you got a community association, I want to challenge you, challenge them if they're not doing something already to say, hey, could we start doing something? Start just once a month. Start there and see how that can start a movement. Even if it's just three people, start somewhere. And see what could happen. I'm telling you, I believe this could spark a movement in our city. If people wouldn't just think, well, you know, it's it's too big of an issue. I'm just going to keep reading the news and just, just pray for Baltimore. Okay, yes, pray for Baltimore. But also help get involved in issues. Because if you live in Baltimore City, come help be the solution. If you don't live in Baltimore City, um, I challenge you, come in with a humble heart. And just say, how can I serve? And it may be serving trash for the next couple months, but say, you know what? This trash is going to change people's lives. Because even though I may not see lives changes, I'm picking up trash, people are watching me. Yes. And don't do it for the audience, but do it knowing that people are going to respond based upon the attitude, right? If you walk into a community and say, well, I, you know, I'm the big sheriff around here, then they're going to respond in a way of, of not very nice. But if you walk in with a humble attitude and do what no one else wants to do, I'm telling you, it opens up doors that you never thought could open
0: and I just have a quick story yeah. uh, there was a there was a middle school girl once with us um, and she was helping us pick up trash and so she was a very consistent volunteer and she would come whenever we would have street cleanup she would always show up with a cheerful heart ready to pick up trash and to to get some places cleaned up and so we'd be picking up trash and then uh, say say it was on like a Saturday and then Monday right she would go to school and she would be with her friends and she would see some of her friends um, either on the way home from school or walking or something and she would see her friends throw trash on the ground Mm. and she would get so upset and she's (laughs) like, you pick up that trash. And they were like, why, why? She goes, because I clean these streets and you do not treat these streets this way. And so it was just amazing. Even, even, uh, that middle school girl that will be a story that's always with me and how she just really, uh, you know, she told her friend, you know, we don't treat these streets this way and I actually clean up this Mm. trash and I don't appreciate you, um, just throwing trash wherever you please. And so that was, that was an amazing thing.
1: That is so awesome. It gives people a sense of ownership and a sense of not just entitlement, but a sense of respect and and love and care for their community. Um, and so if we want to see brighter days ahead, specifically for the alleys and trash in Baltimore, it's going to take a, a whole effort of people getting involved and serving, but also effort of just starting and doing what no one else wants to do. Right. And it's a big hill. It's it's a big mountain, I should say, ahead um, that we face because trash and rats and all of that is a big issue. But. It's not hopeless if we begin to get out there and just start doing something. Yes. And so I'm going to challenge you. You can check out our website about Adopt-A-Blocks, and you can come and serve. We'd love to see you come and serve with us on the first Saturday. Um, we'll talk more about other ministries and things we do throughout the next couple weeks. But today we wanted to highlight Adopt-A-Block. And we also want to highlight other churches and organizations are doing something similar to Adopt-A-Block. Yes. So don't just con- con- contain it to just what we're doing. Like I said, if your church is, is doing an adoptive block and you've never, never been the one, get involved in it. Please, get involved. Um, if an organization near you um, is doing something similar, get involved. Just start somewhere, and I challenge you. It, it's, it's not just the sense of feeling good, man. It is just this reality of you are making a difference. Yes. And, and the, we, we could sit here for a, a half hour to an hour just sharing stories of people that were impacted just by us picking up trash. And so, today what I want to challenge you with do is, is I'll leave you with a few things, is one, find an organization that you can get involved in today. If you if you are serving in one, I want to challenge you, stick it out. You may feel discouraged. You may feel like, well, I don't feel like it's really working. It is working. Even when you don't see people, they see you. Yes. And um, second of all, I want to challenge you to, to definitely... Um, Pray about partnering with the organization. Um, Like I said, for us, our game plan over the next couple weeks is we're going to unveil these topics like we did today. Um, but we're also going to try to raise about three thousand dollars to go th- towards the efforts of continuing to help keep- make Baltimore a better place for people. Um, it's going to a lot of the money is going to go towards our adopt a block efforts and other ministries that we do. Um, and if we raise over three thousand, what we are considering doing is giving the rest of the money to another organization that is doing um, similar things as we are, and so. Something to think about. And so what I want to leave you with today is this. is If, if this uh, podcast was helpful to you and, and, and was just insightful to you, one, could you like it and share it? Could you get the word out? Um, our, our game plan isn't to just make this thing a million listener podcast. It's just trying to be helpful for people on an everyday basis because there's a lot of issues facing Baltimore. And today, as we talked about, the alleys and trash and rats and all those things are a big issue. But, but it's not going to be the final say in our city. Right. I'm believing people are going to step up to the plate and help um, meet those needs in a tangible way. And I want to challenge you today to do your part, whatever that looks like. Um, maybe the, there's an organization, like I said, that you can get involved in. Maybe you want to come and start and serve with us. Me and my wife would love to see you come down. I promise you we're friendly people and we'd love to just <laughs> shake your hand and, and help serve beside you. Um, but get involved, be a part of what God's doing in Baltimore and don't just sit on the sideline and say, well, I'll just wait till the right opportunity comes. The right opportunity has come because you're listening to this today. Yes. And so now get involved. Um, and so we're pumped about over the next couple of weeks, um, the different other topics that we're gonna release I don't want to share them today even though I'd love to share them um, but you gotta tune in each Friday and listen to each new episode and again you may think there's there's a lot of issues facing Baltimore but I'm challenging you can be the hope and healing our city needs don't take it lightly. There's change happening. Open your eyes and see that there is light in our city. And it may be some small little pockets of light, but I'll tell you, the one thing is light does drive out darkness. I'm a full believer of that. We're seeing it happen in our church. We're seeing it happen in our ministry. We're seeing people who are bound living in these trash and filled alleys and addiction getting set free. We're seeing that. Um, And so, There's hope and healing in our city. And so get involved. Check us out, citybeatbaltimore.org. If this episode today blessed you in any sort of way, would you like it? Would you share it with a friend? Would you share it on social media so we could just get the word out? about the amazing things God's going to do in Baltimore and also today for our topic. We could just be insightful for people. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for taking time. Yes, we didn't you. want to be crazy long today, but I hope this was helpful to you and brought just a practical perspective of what's going on and also some areas that we're seeing changing. And so thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you guys so much. And just know that it's such an honor and a privilege to be the hands and feet of Jesus.
1: Yeah, and today you could be the hope and healing someone needs. And so be a light to someone. Um, Be willing to do the things no one else wants to do. And I'll tell you, sometimes doing the things no one wants to do will produce the greatest results in people's lives. We love you. I'm so glad you jumped in today. Check us out at for more information. We'll be back next Friday at noon for our new release of our podcast. I hope you join us, and I hope you like and share this episode. God bless you.